as we approach Christmas and you get all the hectic stuff, all the, you know, the, do you remember the, the advertisements were sort of beginning in October, weren't they? The Christmas advertisements, you know, and you, you've got this build up. And one of the sort of clamours of us Christians is, you know, what's the real meaning of Christmas? The real meaning in amongst all the tinsel and stuff. And, and yet, because of who we are, um, not only do we engage in all the fun of Christmas, but we also have our own church work, the outreach, we have the live nativities and things, then we have, you know, all the... So, and, and then you've got, you know, part of Beeson, we have delivering hundreds of hampers and, you know, and all those sort of things, working with the homeless, night shelter, things like that. Um, actually, I find that it's very difficult, difficult to find the real meaning of Christmas in amongst it. So what I've tended to do in the last few years is ask the Lord to give me one thing each year that's new and fresh about Christmas, something that gives me something I can, um, something I can let hold of. And this year, um, I was drawn to Isaiah chapter 11. Now, Isaiah chapter 11 is the... Um, uh, Isaiah chapter 11 is one of those two... Uh, readings that you get in the festival of nine lessons and carols but it's probably the slightly less popular one the usual one is for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given um, and um, and this one's uh, this one's follows on it's very very familiar to you um, but I there were just one or two things I thought I'd like to bring out from it this morning so we're going to um, uh, so that's that's it. If you've got a Bible, please open it. But we're, I'm going to we're going to listen to a video. It's going to be read on a video uh, from the English Standard Version. So let's just listen to it. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, and his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see, or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor, and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, Righteousness shall be the belt of his waist, and faithfulness the belt of his loins. The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fattened calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together. shall be strong like the ox. The nursing child shall play with the hole of the cobra. And the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy love. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord. 
Okay. It's a great, uh, it's a great chapter. By the way, in case there are any children, uh, I brought some colouring things and some crayons. So if any of you adults find it a bit boring, come, I dare you. <laughs> come and get a colouring sheet. Right, okay. I, it's, it's a great passage, but I just wanted to pull three things out of it um, just, just for us to think about as we come into the new year. And the first thing is that a shoot will come from the stump of Jesse. And uh, the context of this is that this, this was, Isaiah wrote this, oh, it's always a bit arguable, but Isaiah wrote this in about 715 BC. And Hezekiah uh, was just about beginning his reign. So actually we still had a, uh, a king on the throne of the line of David, of son of Jesse. But God is already speaking to Israel about judging them for their unfaithfulness. And at that time, the Assyrian, uh, this, the Assyrian armies were sweeping over the whole of that area of the Middle East. And it says that they were cutting them down. So it says, um, it says just in chapter 10, it says, See, the Lord, the Lord Almighty will lop off the boughs with great power. The lofty trees will be felled. The tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. So the whole, the whole context of this passage is about God cutting down the trees all around. And, but it says, and there's a stump of Jesse. So the prophetic word is, though we have a king of the line of Jesse at this moment, that will come to an end. But out of the stump will come forth a shoot. Now, uh, we know that actually, in, in reality, the, the fulfilment of that prophecy took 700 years to be fulfilled. So um, you had to be fairly patient to see the prophecy coming into being. But I, I really want to take this whole thing and put it right down into where we are at today, at the beginning of 2022. A shoot will come from the stump of Jesse. And I want to ask you, because I think this is a beautifully hopeful picture, particularly in struggling times, you know, where things seem to have been cut off for many of us. Maybe you're getting on a bit, some of us are, and you think, ah, oh, I can't do what I once did, you know. I used to do, be able to do this, this and this, but I can't do this now. And you lose a bit of hope. Maybe due to COVID, you know, there's, there's quite, you know, it's quite a, a small number of us here. Maybe people are still feeling over these last two years, they've been cut right back. Going to church on a Sunday is quite uh, alien to people for the last few years. Quite a few haven't actually made it back here since COVID. Obviously you have, but some are not confident yet. And particularly with the Omicron strain being so, so uh, you know, prevalent around, you know, people are worried. 
And that means church is different for them. We haven't been seeing each other's faces so much. Maybe in our own lives we've changed. I was once maybe a fervent for the Lord and then I got married and had children and my life seems to be so much taken up with family life, you know, and, and it's not quite what it, what it is, what it once was, you know, when I was wholeheartedly after God. Maybe I've actually got quite a few possessions now and that's, uh, that, that uh, takes my focus away from the Lord. Or maybe you've even walked away from God through some thing or other and you can't seem to find your way back. Or maybe you've simply grown weary. Maybe you've been a Christian for a long, long time. Maybe it's just got a bit dull and you've got tired of working and you're just losing a little bit of hope in seeing God's power at work in your life. But I think this is, this is, a, great, um, a, this, this is a great verse. But it says, if the root is right then new shoots will come. And you know that. If you cut down a tree, if you, you know, and you cut down a tree and you don't kill the roots off, it will start to sprout again. And I think that, you know, for me, as we come out of, hopefully coming out of COVID, church will be different, I think. Life's going to be different. Maybe we won't have hundreds of people crowding in here for a long, long time. But it doesn't matter because a new shoot is coming out and it's fresh and it's new and it's different. But a shoot will come and it's because the root is there and God's promise is that out of that root will come a shoot. And I, I, I just think that as we enter the new year, God's got new shoots for you. In your lives, God's got new shoots to come out of the roots that are still there. It may seem very dormant at the moment, but new life's coming. And it may be different from the old life, but it's coming. Next one I want to look at is, it says here that the spirit of the Lord was on, was on this, excuse me. The spirit of the Lord was on this, uh, was on this branch. It says the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. Spirit of wisdom and of understanding a spirit of counsel and of power, a spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord. I got that. Okay. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy, with justice. He will give decisions to the poor of the earth. And I just, I just love it whenever it starts talking about the spirit of the Lord. And we need the spirit of the Lord. We need the spirit of the Lord. And you see, it says the spirit, it says the spirit of the Lord was on him. And it's a spirit of wisdom and understanding. We need the spirit of the Lord on us. Wisdom and understanding, counsel and power, knowledge and the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is not 
a dread of the Lord. It's, an, uh, it, it's the awe of God, the understanding of God, the fear. We don't mess around with God. We don't treat God lightly. We don't treat the spirit of the Lord lightly. We walk in a deep understanding and a deep respect of all that God's doing. Oh Lord, may we have that spirit upon us. And, and I covet that spirit. I covet that spirit of the Lord. And I, I love it when it says he will not judge by what he sees or decide by what he hears with his ears. You know, when the spirit of God is, is on you, you look deeper. You look deeper. Um, and if we don't have the spirit of the Lord, we mess up. And I've known in my life as leaders, as a leader in the church house, how easy it is to, to, to judge by what I see. And rather than to, see, to listen to what the Spirit of God is saying and judge by what the Spirit of God is saying, it's so easy not to, to walk with the Spirit. It's easier sometimes. And we make our judgments and sometimes that causes catastrophic effects. But he doesn't judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide what he hears with his ears. And we, I, I, I guess one of my big prayers for this year is, Lord, send your spirit again. Send your spirit. It's not that the spirit's gone. It's not that he's abandoned us. But, you know, this church was founded on the presence of God's Holy Spirit. We were once a Baptist church, happily going along, a little church stuck on Serum Hill. And then, then there was an awareness when um, Barney Coombs came. Um, and there was a receptivity to the Holy Spirit and this church was transformed into a worldwide movement because the Spirit of God was here. And, we, and there were the gifts of the Spirit, but there was a, there was a, a lot more, you know, and, and it moved right out around the world, salt and light. Um, we are no longer sort of part of salt and light now, but it was out of this church salt and light grew but what Barney Coons was doing. And the Spirit of God was at work, and we need to see that sort of, that sort of expansiveness that comes from the Holy Spirit once again, we're not just a little church on the hill. That God can use us, pathetic as we might feel, to touch the world and the nations. So, Spirit of God, will you come to us again? And finally, that, that most famous bit is the wolf will lie down with the lamb. And I'm not going to go into that. I mean, the, 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 the theologians who know a lot more than I do will go into all the, the, um, the meaning of this and it's probably got something to do with a new creation and, and all that. But I think it's got something to do with um, the church today. Uh, I'm trying to get that last thing up, that's it. I think that we are a foretaste of what's to come. And in this church, I think the, ch the, the church of God's people is full of people of all different characters, 
gentle, quiet people, strong, outward people, people. I think that we can see the church as a picture. This is, this is describing the church where all sorts of different people come together who could, who've got the potential to destroy one another. But they don't. We come together in humility, loving, respecting one another. And, and I think that is a beautiful picture. It says a little child will lead them. Well, I, I don't know whether that also has some, you know, some, some prophetic significance. But, you know, in some ways I could say, actually, what it, what it can mean is a little child can, could lead them because there is so much love and respect and care and mutual, mutually submitting to one another that actually a little child could lead this, this church. <laughs> it's not as simple as that, but that we are such a people who are committed to one another, loving, preferring one another. It doesn't take an awful lot of leading because of that. And I think that's, that's something I'd... We're already like that, but let's, let's be more like that, more like that, bringing, being able to bring the lion and the wolf and the lamb and the cow and the... You know, all those creatures, no fear of one another. The child can put its hand over the, over the hole of the, the cobra. You know. No fear because the spirit of God is in, within us and we are a people. And, and if we're like that, we're going to be... We're going to stand out, increasingly stand out from the world. And we need to be a people who are willing to stand out from the world. So let's just, uh, I'm, I'm going to finish there. I'm just going to pray and then we'll close. Father, I just want to thank you as we stand here at Hope Community Church. Just one church, part of Basingstoke Community Churches with Hub and Tadley and Lifespring. Part of a, a family of churches that... that that uh, uh, we call Forge, part of the churches in this town, part of the churches in this nation and worldwide. Lord, we pray that your church will stand up and, Lord, that you will have mercy on us where we failed, where we've got things wrong, where we dulled ourselves down. Will you re-enliven us by your Holy Spirit as you did to those disciples at Pentecost? Mm. Father, will you give us, will you renew us? And whatever happens this year, Lord, may we as a church be, be a better church at the end of it, be a more expansive church uh, than we are today. So I want to commit every one of us to you, Lord, and say, Father, we've each got our story to walk through this year. And we just pray, Lord, that as each one of us walks through, that we will know you're with us and that we will know it'll be a good story, Lord, that we have this year. At the end of it, we'll have some good things, stories to tell of what you've done this year, Lord. Amen.